Is it ungodly for them to get a prenup? Well, that's an interesting question. And I thought, I, I agreed with Abba and preaching. I thought that was manipulative of that pastor. People will marry you if you have money for that purpose. You know, it's... Bruce Lawn. So here's right. the question. Mm. Somebody's independently wealthy. Mm. Okay, I do not, I, am, I was not independently wealthy. Yeah. Okay, I uh, was broke. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, I got married. I had no prenup. Okay? But if someone is independently wealthy and a follower of Jesus, is it ungodly for them to get a prenup? Well, that's an interesting question. Ain't that a good question? We jumping in the deep end. Yeah. It's a good question, man. It's a good question. You know? The Bible doesn't address a lot of stuff like that, right? So... First things that come to my mind are, well, why get a prenup? What's the motive for the prenup? Right? Because we just kind of get used to that. So when non-Christians get prenups, right, they usually do it for protection. They, they're, assuming, they're assuming divorce, but the possibility of and want protection from that. You know, I don't think anybody should approach marriage like they're getting a divorce. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like with that concern. So – Really, it starts with what's the purpose of a prenup, right? And then I think it, it, it gets into, you know, how does the prenup shape the relationship going forward? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, if, if, because, you know, if someone says to me, hey, I'd love to, again, I'm married, so that's, we're talking hypothetical right now. Okay. Right? But if someone says it to me, it's like, well, I'm assuming something negative. Okay, so, so it sounds like you would say ungodly? You would put in the category of ungodly? I'd say concerning. Concerning? I'd say concerning. Okay, respect. Okay, so so again, so I'm painting a picture for you, right? Someone is a professional athlete. Someone is the heir to the Guinness family fortune. Someone is worth hundreds of millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. They're a follower of Jesus. And they're like, look, I want to I wanna protect my assets in the situation, man or woman, mm-hmm. right? I want to protect my assets in the situation. If divorce isn't an option, then what right. difference does it make? Right. right? And so if someone's coming in with immense wealth, and and wants to protect that, would you would you say it's ungodly? No, I wouldn't say it's ungodly. We're talking about outliers for sure. Right. So I don't think it's ungodly in the sense that we live in a fallen world and people will marry you if you have money for that purpose. You know, it's we live in a culture where Instagram models try to get pregnant by NBA players or rappers or anybody, and some rappers and, and they fall victim to it, right? Like Future got like 10 kids. Future needs to see the future and realize that he was going to have that many kids and stop, right? But I think I think there are people who marry for those reasons. So I don't think it's wrong to have a prenup. Uh, I don't think it's unbiblical. I don't okay. think it's sinful in that sense. It could okay. be wise, but okay. I think you have to have some real conversations about that, though. Okay, so you would put it in the category of uh, of concerning, potentially okay, but w- why? Like, what would the heart behind it be? Forgetting it? 
Yeah, for getting it. Like, like, so you're not opposed to it. Mm-hmm. If somebody was in your church and they were like, "Hey, I want to get a prenup," right? Yeah. And you, and they and they knew that that you know, you were that you were gonna marry them. Yeah. You would be okay with it. Well, I'd have to have some conversations, right? So I, so to me, those are all heart issues, right? Mm-hmm. So now we're talking about because we assign. Well, let me back up. There are multiple levels of evaluation, right? Okay. So there's not just sin and righteousness. Yes. There's wisdom and folly, Correct. right? Correct. Then you got Paul in Corinthians talking about this is permissible, but is it beneficial, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This is lawful, but does it be- So there are multiple levels of ways we evaluate these types of things. Mm-hmm. So initially, I think, you know, that could be wisdom. Mm-hmm. And I would want to ask questions asked to like, why, what are you, what's the concern here? Sure. Like what, that's where I would go yeah. if I, but I wouldn't say outright now you can't do that. That doesn't honor the Lord. Gotcha. Uh, what if, what if I'll tell you this backstory for the situation. Uh, so I'm reacting to this uh, Abba and Preach clip about them being envious of religious people. In the clip, they talk about why uh, uh, Preach got triggered because a pastor who was marrying a basketball player the basketball player asked his fiance to get a prenup. The, the 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 she agreed to it. He gave her the prenup six months before the wedding. They're planning the wedding. She wanted a particular pastor, right? He didn't know why. He wanted his pastor to marry them. She waits, 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 waits. The day of the wedding, she still won't sign the prenup. He's about to walk out. The pastor then tells him, "You need to just put it in God's hands." <laughs> He walked out. Wow. He walked out. Yeah. In the situation, she wanted a specific guy, and the pastor tried. In my opinion, the, this these were the dude's expectations. This is what yeah. it is. Yeah. I'm. I feel like I. I'm a ball player. You know, this shouldn't be an issue if you're mm-hmm. gonna be with me forever, right? Um, the courts tend to favor women. They do. In no fault divorce laws, no no fault divorce states, which yeah. is most states. And then the pastor tried to like, well, you need to just trust God and put it in God's hands. Yeah. And I thought, I, I agreed with Abba and preaching. I thought that was manipulative of that pastor. So in that context, yes. I would totally agree with that. I Kirk agree Kennedy that. agrees, ladies and gentlemen. I would agree with that. I, I think because there was a an agreement, yes. right? There was a, so now you show up and it's like, no. And I think, and I think too, we have to live in the culture we live in, right? Mm-hmm. So we live in a culture where people try to get women can get pregnant by famous men, rich men, and then cash in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so I, I think, yeah, in that context, I think that was manipulative of the preacher. Because when you say put it in God's hands, that's kind of a way to like, you know, we often talk about God's sovereignty, like it always works out for our mm-hmm, benefit, mm-hmm. the way we define right. benefit, right? Right, right. You could say, yeah, God is sovereign, but you put it in God's hands mm-hmm. and she ran off with your money, right? Mm-hmm. See, So, that, again, there's so many things that happen. I just think, no, nah, I, I think that preacher was, that was manipulation. And I don't blame the dude for being like, no, nah, I'm walking out. Yeah, yeah. So with the, all the caveats we're giving, I think it's reasonable. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's unreasonable. Now, again, mm-hmm. I'm speaking to someone that, like, I ain't got a prenup. I don't either. You know what I'm saying? If God forbid something would have happened, she would be entitled to, to half. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because we built it together. And I think that's that's the way it, it goes. Tiffany said it's dismissive too. 
Um, I feel like it's legal. There's not a lot of of it in the Bible, but I do find it difficult when Paul said to follow the laws on point, keeping your money doesn't go against salvation. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market amen truth is that it's reasonable don't think it's godly though wow mm. why but would something unreasonable why would something be reasonable and not godly though but how do you how do you measure godly because stewardship is god is a part of yeah. being godly right yeah. like you so i think that's i think a prenup to me would fall into the category of stewardship. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't know why that, just because it's your your wife, but but again, there's a lot of questions like, again, we're talking about a real hypothetical, we're talking about a real situation that's hypothetical to us, mm-hmm. but because we're not in that situation, but man, those are, you know, yeah. I don't know the maturity of the people, yeah. the girl, I mean, yeah. there's so many things you gotta consider. When so Samantha disagrees, she says, I feel like if you're, I feel like if you're feeling the need for one, maybe that's not the spouse for you. I don't think it's godless or wrong, but I also think if you feel like you need one, that's a red flag. Hmm. But people might just have that standard. And I'll give you guys a real practical example. And Kurt, you might think I'm crazy for this. Yeah. I was joking around earlier, but I'm kind of not the more I think about it. I was like, how dope would it be if by the grace of God, I was able to build wealth for my family yeah. to the point where I wanted my daughter to get a prenup? Because we had properties and we had mm-hmm. a trust fund and we had things for her that if she were just to marry an average guy that wasn't an entrepreneur, right, that I would want her to protect. Y'all the heard the average assets. guy, right? Y'all heard that, right? This what? Dude is, right? What do you think? on his own point. Listen, average <laughs> guy, right? The new Kevin Samuels over here, right? You heard this, right? You heard this. What do you think? What do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, again, it goes back to wisdom and stewardship, right? Like, I, I don't think that's wrong for mm-hmm. you to want your daughter Mm-hmm. to be careful mm-hmm. because especially when it's a woman because they usually submit to the guy like they kind of go mm-hmm. under the I know submission can be a bad word mm-hmm. these days right but you know the wives usually fall under sort of the leadership of the husband and if he's wild with it and reckless with it and mm-hmm. making decisions yeah. they could there's a lot going oh, on yeah. there that you Oh yeah. I'll be I'd be tight. I would be too, man. I'd be tight. So I I don't think that that's sin yeah. or I don't think you can measure godliness unless you measure the heart, the motive. Hmm. And I think unless you know the motive of the prenup. Mm-hmm. So if you if someone says, "Well, why are you getting the prenup, bro?" I don't know, man. You know, people get divorced, I don't know if I can trust her. Hmm. Okay, well, that's a different conversation. Now we go back to whoever's point that was. That were like, well, maybe that's not the one for you then. Yes. I need to know the motive of the prenup. Yep. And if it's just like, hey, listen, you know, I want to honor the Lord. I love this person. And I know that, you know, I'm going to provide for them or whatever. But yep. there are some concerns just in the culture that we live in. Yep. If this person were to, or maybe there's family members yeah, that are yeah. thirsty for yeah. money, already asking me yep. to buy stuff. Yep. That's a different ball game to yep. me. Yep. I think if if you married by following God's principles and you both see a vision beyond your marriage, why also I think divorce happens a lot. Because there is absence of vision. Yeah, I think you're right. My mom taught me to know how to make my own money in case my future husband is unable to work at any point. I make nearly double what my boyfriend makes. I don't feel bad for wanting a prenup. Whoa. Hey, if I was your father, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't you think know? I'll be mad at that. I don't think I'll be mad at that. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. But I, but, but so that's a different issue to that's me. That's a different though. issue because to me there is a, I think the idea of like, uh, the guy has to always make more money than mm-hmm. his all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's a whole different conversation. Mm-hmm. Now her getting a prenup, that's fine. But I think this idea that this has to happen in this way, mm-hmm. I don't. I think you have to provide for your family, Amen. right, and be Amen. able to be able to do that. But there are going to be seasons where, or situations where stuff happens. It's like, hey, your wife is just good at what she does, mm-hmm. or she's and she's making more money than you. I think mm-hmm. we put a lot of negative stigma mm-hmm. when the guy is not the the main financial provider, and I'm not sure if that's necessary. So can I push back? Sure. Okay. So um, I think that I, I think of the passage of "Hey, he who does not provide for his family, right?" Yeah, it's which a, it's worse than an unbeliever, right? Which which I think it does extend to uh, to not just that context. Like I mm-hmm. definitely think we should be providing. Now, provision could look different, right? If someone's disabled, if someone's you know what I mean, if yeah. someone th- that's different. But I will say that from the the evidence I've seen. In terms of the empirical, and this, and so, and this is why I think it's hard for women, bro. Yeah. For a woman like Jalissa that's out here getting it, I would say it's going to be tricky. And again, and I'm not, I don't mean to speak over this, but I would say, Jalissa, how can you pull um, the the desire for your boyfriend, potentially future husband, to do more, to earn more, because a, it's seasonal. When we got married at first, mm-hmm. my wife made way more money than me. Yeah. When we wanted to start a family, I had to figure it out. Right. She believed in me. And so when we had when we have little kids, now we have little kids. My son is seven. She homeschools him. He's about to be eight. And we have a one-year-old. My wife stays home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's the optimal situation yeah. um, for this season. And I don't ever foresee my wife making more money than me because she's right. way bigger of an asset working with me in, in the business and working from home. Right. So, but here's the but here's the bugged out part. And again, and, and and this is just stuff to consider, right? Like, and this is how I think. Women could pull amazing things out of their husbands for that next season. Okay, mm. um, there's two two studies I think of. Study number one. And that next season, you mean like marriage and marriage, parenting and all fa- that stuff. family, right. family right. parenting, right. Okay. potentially homeschooling. Yeah. The next season, they found out that 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 the, the, the biggest gap in 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 lawyers right in, in is women in their 30s who are married to lawyers bounce. Really? Because, and people talk about the wage gap, but it's not a wage gap. It's a parenting uh, tax. Because women, you marry wow. to a lawyer, he's making 400, you're making 400. Life isn't much different from 800 wow. to 400. Right. And the biggest decrease from women who are, who are high octane earners in, in, is in law and they cut out because they, they're like, why am I going to work myself to death 80 yeah. hours a week? Like, right. this is stupid. Yeah. And they go and chill and they have babies and they, they become stay-at-home moms. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So that's a huge. Now here's the here's the flip side of that, right? And I would say, yes, praise God. Yeah. Here's the flip side of that. Women who out-earn their husbands are statistically like 60 times more likely to get uh, 60% more likely to get divorced. Wow. So there's something to the dynamic that that I think men do find our value from our ability to provide, right? And I and I will say and this is gener- generally Generally speaking, I'm not saying that that the blood of Jesus can't cover this. Generally speaking, and a sanctified godly woman can't cover this, right? But generally speaking, I do think a, a woman that out earns her man is probably has trouble submitting and respecting him. So to me, so right, I feel you on the First Timothy five, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, but I think at that time, you know, the idea is that you should provide for your family, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
And again, that's assuming relate, you know, finances and stuff like that. But a lot of what we're talking about is American capitalistic culture. Correct. So we're not talking about biblical principles. Correct. Here. Correct. Because you can go to countries all I've been to India, Southeast mm-hmm. India. Mm-hmm. I've been some wild places, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. And you know, women carry a different role over there. Okay. You know, like I remember we were at the Bay of Bengal and I think all these women were getting baptized and they and they knew that when they got baptized, that red dot that, that represented sort yeah. of Shiva the destroyer in Hinduism was going to be gone. Uh-huh. And they were worried, but they still were like, we, we're going to honor the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. So all these women, many of them were the primary breadwinners in their families. It's mm-hmm. just the culture of in, how it is. In, in this part of India? Yeah. Very it interesting. Was, it, was, it was the culture. Of the, I was like, wow. And yep. they knew. But part of their confidence was, well, we're the primary breadwinners, mm-hmm. even though they were worried about physically being hurt by their husbands for mm-hmm. rejecting Hinduism. Mm-hmm. So again, it's not that I think the principle is is a good one, mm-hmm. but I think we're talking about American capitalistic exceptionalism Christianity mm-hmm. where these 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 things are expected. It's almost like this it's this is different, right? But just to use a different example. It's almost like it's awkward to see a taller woman than than her than her boyfriend. Mm. Like you're, it's like there's this rule that the guy's supposed to be taller, right? Mm-hmm. So if the girl is tall, it's kind of awkward. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. then they, I have some friends who and, have and that. short guys got it bad. If we're talking yeah. just dating, so, thank you, right? Yeah. Short so guys again, got it bad. but there, there's no that's a that's a cultural preferential reality. It's not necessarily. You don't think, generally speaking, across all cultures, women are attracted to women who uh, women are attracted to men who are taller than them. I think that's a pretty biological, hardwired thing. Sure, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. But is it smaller men can't be good husbands? No. Can't be, right, right, right. So, so yeah, I think in general, people are attracted to height, tall, all that. Because I mean, look, look at the Bible. When Saul was looking for the new, mm-hmm. he went to he was looking at David's brothers. Like, no, nah, don't choose him. Mm-hmm. He, he, I want the chose David, the younger, shorter, ruddy dude was handsome, but. So again, I think there is I think there is a bit a truth to God looks at the inside Amen. and man doesn't. So some of this stuff I think is helpful. Yeah. I think there are things that we can say, yeah, that's that's across the boardwalk or those are things that seem to be what happens. But I think but I think in, in reality, I think so many things that we're dealing with are somewhat of a cultural phenomenon mm-hmm. that we're just used to. And it, it says that Simeon blessed, blessed God. God.